Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. <laughs> Folks, welcome to or welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. And I'm Anthony. And we have a very special guest today in the pod. She is an executive producer at Walt Disney Studios. Just so happens to be a real-life Disney princess. She sings, she acts, she hosts podcasts, and she's a Forbes 30 under 30. So just, just to add that in just there. Just amazing. Just killing the game. And uh, so I think this is both of our first time like really interacting with Alyssa, right? I think uh, we've kind of met her in passing maybe. Uh, we're, we're closer friends with her fiance, AJ Raphael. Shout out AJ. And, uh, but this this conversation was really fun. Uh, I personally was really inspired by just her focused ability to kind of hone in on her passions first and then kind of organizing her roadmap to yeah, just kind of achieve her goals. She talks about vision boards. She kind of walks us through just kind of how she's figured out her life, which also wasn't fully planned, which I thought was really fun to kind of, for someone who's very organized in her way of life, she was like, I didn't plan for my life to end up this way. And from everything with like inclusion and diversity and those conversations, which are very important to have. Um, yeah, very robust, fun fanboyish we we kind of fanboyed a lot I'm totally this one. fanboy yeah. look this is a real life disney princess <laughs> it is on some next level stuff i'm telling you right now um she the way that she is capable of just manifesting stuff that she just wants to go for even in categories that don't even exist yet like just, that alone was super inspirational can't wait for everybody to dive into this one and really just kind of get their inspiration as well because we were just sitting here the whole time i feel like i have my jaw just on my thigh <laughs> yeah, like just talk. picking up my lip and just being like yeah. okay like you just did that like that you know what i mean but um i guess that's the whole point of this pod right sitting down with incredible people and then figuring it out uh, in terms of like, what can we all do to better improve our own situations? And I really think there are some gems in this one for everybody out there. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, from fun stuff to like deep stuff. This one's got a lot. Let's just get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to or welcome back to Kinja's Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. And I'm Anthony. And as always, we have really cool people in the pod. Really excited for today's episode. We have executive producer at Walt Disney Studios. She is a manager in the representation, inclusion, strategy, and engagement department, a.k.a. RISE, where their focus is to showcase storytellers with authentic stories that share a common experience among people worldwide. You might recognize her incredible voice recently from the Fox reality game show, I Can See Your Voice, where she crushed a cover of Christina Aguilera's reflection that was sick. You may recognize her many viral videos on TikTok. We have co-host of the Sweet or Savory podcast alongside AJ Raphael. Shout out AJ. And recent 
Forbes 30 under 30 honoree. Damn. We have Alyssa Navarro hey. in the pod. You have been unlocked. Oh my gosh. What an intro. I do my stalking. We're fangirls. I, I was yeah. like, you know, the whole title and everything. I, you know, I do my best to do my stalking homework and, uh, He's a good yeah. stalker. I'm a pretty good stalker. I'm a good stalker too. You have to be. When you do <laughs> stuff like this, you just kind of just kind of have to get there. Yeah. But uh Alyssa, thank you so much. We know we've been trying to get this one going for Aww. a bit. We had some, you know, scheduling things and then throw some COVID difficulties and things like that. You're, but, you're uh, the most scheduled chess we've oh had my, to play so far. Though. Oh yeah. my god. Worth thank, it. Thank you for being flexible. The, the last time you said you were gonna have to cancel again, I was like, I'm gonna wait. Is that a feeling? <laughs> That it might still be on. And yes, then, I, and then I, my gamble God. was correct. Yeah. Yes, you were right. It ended up working out. Thank you for being patient with me. No, it's all good. I'm trying to do my best to balance like the nine to five and like doing like creative stuff. It's been challenging, but. But Thanks we made it happen. Me. We made Thanks. it happen. <laughs> we are extremely honored. Um, let's just get into it right away. Uh, we like to always just get into and dive into just kind of like the origin story, just so everybody kind of gets to learn, yeah. even for us, who you are, where you came from, why you came from, blah, blah, blah. So if you could just jump right into the the Alyssa origins. Oh, God. Well, I was born. I'm just kidding. Um, Go there. We no, can start there. No, I mean, I, well, um, I guess my, my story, I'm Filipino-American, singer, actor, host, you're, you already kind of went into the intro, but, um, yeah, you mentioned like the diversity and inclusion. I'm super passionate about like representation, diversity and inclusion, and also, um, am also equally passionate about like the creative stuff that I'm doing too. So also like the singing, performing, um, all that jazz. All that jazz. All so, that jazz. uh, so let's go ahead and get right into a yeah. singing sample. Go ahead. Oh Three, my God. two, gotta warm one. up. <laughs> Who is that girl I see? <laughs> I didn't. I did not plan that. I did not plan that. Mikasa just melted oh right now. Holy wow. smokes! That was well, thank you for that. Oh <laughs> we didn't think you were going to re-record the Kinjas podcast <laughs> intro. That's the new <laughs> theme song. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can. I can. Re-record you guys. I'll make you guys a song, oh, a, new, a new intro. Song. Be careful a what jingle. you promise, as we we will take you up on those offers. <laughs> so so rise. Uh, let me let me get this right again. Representation, yeah. inclusion, inclusion, strategic uh, strategy, strategy, and engagement. Engagement. Yes. Okay. So yes. how did that come about? How did you get into that? Like, tell us that story. Yeah. Okay. So to back it up a little bit. I started working at Disney first as a performer. Um, I started as uh, Mulan in Mickey and the Magical Map. Actually, before that, I was in this show called Fantasmic. I don't know if you heard Love of it. Of but it's... We are Disney buffs here. Yeah, yeah we've seen many of well, those actually, shows. You're like super, super buff Disney, <laughs> but we are big fans. We yes. can equally be huge, super Disney. Yes, we're all buff. Yes, we're super, yeah. super, super buff. buff. Super buff. Um, but I was in that show and I played a little monkey and a pirate and I was like a dancer on the boat and then eventually got to play Mulan in a show called Mickey and the Magical Map and I did that for like eight years Um, but while I was kind of doing the performing thing I started to realize like I was going to other auditions and I was super grateful to have like the Disney job but every single time I would go to an audition it was like there were only certain like roles that I could play. Uh, Audition for what? For like Broadway or like regional theater stuff and um because I felt like the opportunities were so limited I was like okay I want to have like a backup plan in case this performing stuff doesn't work for me so went to college studied communications and marketing 
And it wasn't ever my plan to go into the like diversity and inclusion stuff because that wasn't really like a job back then when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went into marketing and did marketing and was a marketing assistant for a few years and then eventually worked my way into um, the well, formerly our team was called uh, Multicultural Audience Engagement, and we were focused on like multicultural audiences. And now we've kind of shifted to being like representation and inclusion as a whole. So what is the focus of the department? Like, what do you guys, are you guys content creation specifically to give visibility to different cultures and things like that? My role on the team is to like oversee content. So I don't actually create the content, um, but we're like overseeing like all the stories that are coming out of the big Disney. Walk, walk us into, uh, I don't want to say day by day, but maybe like a uh, quarterly or something, because I'm sure they're very like project based and stuff like that. But what is kind yeah. of like a, a month or a day or whatever in the life of Alyssa? Yeah, my days are a lot of meetings and a lot of like talking with creatives and then talking back with like create uh, with our consultants. So we work with cultural consultants to kind of like review like scripts and screenings of upcoming content that's coming out of the studios. And then we kind of take that back to our creatives at the company. And we're kind of like the bridge between both, like making sure that our content is being diverse, um, authentic and accurate to like any communities that are being represented. Whoa. So, so like something's like not accurate or something like that that's where you come in and like you're sitting down with a consultant and being like okay uh this is inaccurate what's accurate and then like maybe you're you're kind of the bridge to the content creator the writer or whatever and being yeah we're we're trying to bring in you know people and trying to make sure that we're ensuring like authenticity within within the work that we're doing and is the content everything from short form to feature length yeah, it can go from anything that's like digital, like stuff on social media mm-hmm. to like the films that end up oh, wow. coming that's out. That's huge. Yeah. Well, for you to slide into not only that department, but to be an executive producer, like how do you how do you go from magical map to sliding <laughs> into the EP on yeah. Disney? Like yeah. honestly, sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, I don't know how that happened. But so I was fortunate to be able to help start the program, this Disney Launchpad Shorts Incubator program. Uh, yeah, I saw that on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh-huh. and so it's a program for um, it was a was a program for six underrepresented diverse directors to write and direct a short film for Disney Plus. And um, I was one of the executive producers. I helped kind of build the entire framework for what that program was going to look like. Um, and it's really exciting because now that was for season one, and there's a season two in a season three coming out as well, which I'm um, not as involved in for season two and season three, but season one was like my bread and butter where I like really helped build the program. What, what does that mean? Dive into that. What, so what's the program? Literally the program, it was, so it starts off with like a, basically like a, a few months of like boot camp, like film school boot camp for six directors. Um, so backing it up a little bit, there was like an application process for like thousands of up and coming directors to be able to pitch their story for Disney plus. So part of the process, um, that I was involved in was going through all of the applications, um, going through all of their, like their, um, examples, their like scripts, reading through like thousands of applicants and then finally helping choose. It was me and my boss at the time who who chose the final six. And those were the ones we were choosing to go through this program to finally put their, you know, 
creative story on on Disney Plus. And so I was a part of the beginning stages when it was literally just an idea on um, like a thought that's um, one of our um, one of my colleagues had. And she like really did the the work within the company to get like, you know, funding and all of that stuff and all of the stakeholders needed. And then I came in and did a lot of the logistical, like operational stuff. So like going through the applications, setting up meetings with people, um, actually like calling the finalists, calling the semifinalists, setting up those interviews. So a lot of like the operation and logistics work. Sounds like a lot of the stuff that you um, kind of found yourself rolling into were just things that when you probably never planned for, you didn't necessarily go to school for these things in particular, mm -hmm. but you you roll over into something that you're passionate about. You see um, an opening or, or a place where you feel like you can inject some, you know, initially thoughts, but then also learn how to like carve out and create a department. And that it, it what I'm kind of hearing from you, it's mm -hmm. coming from a place of just genuine things that you care a lot about. Yeah. I would imagine even from, you know, music to you mentioned dance mm -hmm. to a bit of acting to now podcast. Like those are all just things that you just kind of roll into, you know, yeah. just because you find yourself passionate about that. Yeah. Um, so like with all of that, did you as a kid growing up now, because I always get curious about like what what how do you go from being a kid who doesn't know what you want to do to finding yourself later in life doing all these kinds of things were you kind of always ambitious or exploring mm -hmm. like curious or were you that type of a kid yeah I would say so and I am grateful to have parents that allowed me to like kind of figure out what I wanted to do and always ask questions like well what do you enjoy what makes you happy they're also practical and it was like make sure that this can make you money too but they were always super um always into what I was into. Like they were very much helping me pursue what my dreams were. Um, very encouraging parents. So th I, I think it started from there as a kid. Um, like they, they realized that as a very, at a very young age, I liked to sing. And so my dad like bought me a karaoke machine, like got me enrolled in dance lessons and acting classes and all of that. So it was really like, I thank my parents a lot for like seeing like what I enjoyed and then like helping push mm. me in that direction. Um, and I, you know, that continued you know, throughout, throughout all my life and not necessarily my parents pushing me to do things, but having the support that like, maybe I didn't, you know, go to school for this or, or know exactly what I was doing, but I felt supported to mm -hmm. go through there. And then I would also say for like, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, I didn't necessarily like plan for some of these things to happen, but I realized that I have a passion for it and then figured out what the steps were to get to like the next goal. Mm. Yeah. I mean, your parents seem to be pretty progressive as Asian parents. Cause that's yeah. typically not the story. Yeah. That we're not jealous. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel really grateful for them because I, I mean, they obviously also encouraged me to like study and make sure that I was sure. um, on top of it. And I definitely had to go to college. That was like no ifs, ands or buts. And I wanted to, too, because education was always important for me. But they definitely like let me choose my path. Mm. Like it wasn't like you had to do this. And I was always encouraged to like do something that was practical and have a backup that was practical. Mm -hmm. But what, what's um, practical? Like do, having a corporate job is like practical. You kind of got a corporate job. I right do now. have a corporate job. Yeah. And that's still something that like, I don't know if I want to keep 
forever. Like mm-hmm. the cor- the corporate thing. <gasps> Disney subscribes. You better watch yeah, out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm, maybe stop listening now. <laughs> no, but like I feel like um, that's the path that most people think. Like once you go into something, you have to do it forever. Mm. And I realized that that's just not always the case. Like mm. you don't have to just because you're set. Like I, I totally thought after I got my job in marketing that I had to stay on that track. And like take the steps and like you always hear about climbing the corporate ladder Mm -hmm. and just to get to the top. But like I didn't necessarily do that. I mean, I did in some ways like um, take, you know, assistant jobs and then coordinator jobs. And then now I'm in a manager role. But I I actually instead of like really just like climbing, I just got to know people Mm. and I got to talk to them about what they love about their jobs and um, what they were passionate about it. And that's how I got to find out about. Um, the diversity and inclusion role because it was something that I was deeply passionate about but didn't know like how I would fit in and then somehow there was an opening for the Disney Launchpad program and they were looking for a coordinator to help with operations and build the program and I like raised my hand and said I was interested and went through the entire application process and there I was and then I got to uh, like be credited as executive producer and that was really awesome and cool. You seem like a very confident sure of yourself type of person um and you laughed when i said that which i'm curious but like you know i think it's it's tough especially when you kind of pursue passions right because you you never really know what you're doing you just Mm -hmm. think you just i'm passionate about it i'll figure it out and then as you're figuring it out you learn stuff but i'll even speak for myself like it's always scary to pursue a passion at least for me because i'm like I want to do it. I'm not really sure if I'm doing it right. I'm not sure if I'm doing it the best, but I want to do it so bad that I'm just going to keep going. And then, you know, normally the harder you work at something, you become better at mm-hmm. it. You and, and then through that, you sort of find your confidence and find your footing in things. And then especially when you, you know, stepping into something from that's kind of more artistic into something that's a little bit more corporate, you know, I don't know about you, but if, if, I was going from dance to going into Disney. I would be like, I, I can't do that. That's that's corporate. I don't do corporate stuff. I don't like. I don't want to mess up. Um, I'm sure there's all kinds of expectations when you step into that arena. Because over here, we're just yeah. playing around. Over here, you oh, know, we okay. just figure it out. But you know, my 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 point is like, you know, um, from where I sit, I'm just like, wow, so much accomplishment, so much, um, you know, things that are are worthy of praise and accolades. Um, where and I think when you kind of laughed or giggled a little bit when I said it, because you probably don't view yourself that way. You got a strong aura. Yeah, throw you that do. out there. You like, really do. Like need yeah. to like Thank sit down. You. And be like, you know. Oh my gosh! Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I I laugh because I feel like a part of me still struggles with. I, we all do like imposter syndrome, but it's something I try to like tell people that are like younger than me or trying to like uh, achieve some of the goals that I've had is like fake it till you make it with a caveat of like knowing what your goals are Mm. and then taking steps to like make it make that goal happen like kind of backtracking but like knowing what the goal is is so important for you to be able to like actually achieve it like the whole Forbes thing was like some crazy idea that I had that n- I never thought would happen. Like I put it on my vision board and I put it on my list. You actually put it on your list? I did. You a G dude. Wow. (laughs) That's 
You know what? Wow. I'm gonna put, yeah. Forbes put 80 on under 80, 80 on there. Oh my there. god! I'm gonna yeah. Write that. Make sure I got oh, a chance. I think I can shoot for that one. No, I'm a huge like manifester, and mm. I've I've always been that way, kind of. But I didn't realize what I was doing when I was like younger. Um, but it, more recently, I've been taking it more serious, like putting things on a vision board, and then actually like. So me and my future sister-in-law, Jasmine Raphael, we've in the last like three years. Shout out, Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Amazing dancer, actor, singer, too. Um, we've been getting together at the beginning of each year and talking to each other about our goals. Like we literally sit in a coffee shop, map out like what we want to accomplish for the year. And then like I also I'm a visual person, so I also put it on a vision board and I check in like every few months of like, how am I doing? Like, what are these things that I said I wanted to accomplish? Like, how am I doing with that? What, what's something on your vision board right now that you've yet to accomplish, but you're going for Buying a house. That's a big one. Being Ooh, a homeowner. Okay. Does that mean you draw a house on the on the board? There's, yes, there's a cutout. Actually, I do like magazine vision boards, like cutout stuff. And so there's a house like in the center of it. That's like the Sick. main goal of, wow. of this year. Um, hopefully it happens. It will happen. Yeah. That's, okay. Can we get so back cool. into the Forbes 30 yeah. under 30? Yeah, let's not glaze over that one. One incredible in and of itself. But now I'm absolutely mind blown that you like had manifested that. Like, I don't, I've never heard of anybody. Well, maybe that's such a cool accolade straight up. I'm such a fan girl right now. Uh, but crazy. like, like, when did you put that on your vision board? And then when did it happen? I put it on my vision board in 2020. And then it happened in 2021. Oh, And the reason why Whoa. I even like thought to do it is because one of the directors that is a part of the Disney Launchpad, um, did it and he got it. So he was a 2021 or 20, no, a 2020 um, Forbes 30 under 30 honoree. And I talked to him. I didn't actually didn't even ask him like the steps, but I was like, wow, like that is a really awesome accomplishment. I wonder if I could do it too. And honestly, that's how I've kind of like viewed a lot of things in my life. I'm like, I've sur I've surrounded myself with people and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing this amazing, cool thing. Maybe it's attainable and I make that a goal and then I just go for it. Like without thinking of like, it, I could probably fail, but I'm just going to go for it. Like totally. might hmm. as well. Vision board. So that's, that's something I've heard. Uh, many people have a version of a vision board. And for maybe for our, our listening audience who may not know what that mm -hmm. is and um, for you, what is it? And then how do you approach manifesting something off of your vision board to come to life? Because it's not like you just put something up yeah. there and then it just pops up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so there's there are steps, at least steps that I take. So a vision board is it can be it can be different for everyone. But for me, it's a actual like board, like a physical board. Um, of like things that are inspiring me for that year. But I also do um, a vision, like on the back of the vision board, I actually have actual goals like written out for like things that tie to the vision board. Mm -hmm. So for me, like the vision board is actually more um, inspirational, like visual photos. So like 
on mine, I have a house. I have like wedding stuff because I'm also getting married this year. Congratulations. Um, I Thank you. I also have, I can't remember exactly what my vision board, if I had it right in front of me, I could tell you exactly. But the big ones are like the house, the mm-hmm. wedding, and then um, like finances, like getting that like super solid too. Yeah. 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 And, and you update this vision board regularly so i don't update the vision board like the actual visuals but i update like the goals Mm. so on the back of the vision board i actually have like a template where it has it written out by months like by three months by six months by nine months by 12 months these are the things that i want to achieve for the year whoa where where did you where did you get no i love it where did you get the inspiration for it or like when did this start it started I don't even remember exactly. I think like the like four, three or four years ago, I started doing vision boards um, and I just started seeing people do it like online. Um, there's this girl. She's a, a podcast host and I listen to her podcast. Her name is Tanya Rad and she does vision boards and she was talking about it on her podcast. And one day I was like, oh, I want to try it. So I took like what she did and like made it my own. Um, no, I love it. Well, um yeah, let's talk about like, uh, you know, shifting through, um, you know, work, creativity, engagement, quarantine, mm. sanity, oh like all the things, yeah. you know, I think um, everybody has their way that they got through or are getting through um, this time. Thankfully, things are kind of opening up and here mm. we are, you know. Yeah, um, it's getting y- better. You know, yeah, it's getting better. Um, what are some of the things in terms of rhythms that you've kind of either put in place, whether you're a, I feel like you're a routine oriented person. I'm so just routine, getting that from yeah. you. So, um, yeah. What are some of the things that you've kind of done to just keep things balanced? Well, I'm I'm trying to be better about balance. <laughs> so I I'm a very routine person. You like nailed it on the head. Um And I've had to really figure out like priorities because like obviously working like a nine to five job and then doing like all of the I've started doing more like brand deals and stuff. So having like to create content and then obviously spend time with my fiance and my family. Um, I really have to like in order to do everything, I've had to like carve out my entire like day, week, month, which is Sorry why I've had to reschedule like, so I many understand. times. I completely because, understand. Because <laughs> like my my scheduling gets crazy, like trying to like balance everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I literally map out like every hour. And this sounds like a little bit neurotic now that I'm like saying it out loud, but I literally map out we like, like neurotic. Every <laughs> every like hour of the day. Like from one to two PM I'm doing this. And then I'm like, have have lunchtime this time. I have this. I really have to like manage my time so that I can get everything done and I'm not like spinning at the end of the day because there's no way I would be able to get through everything if I didn't work that way. Well what happens when life happens? When how, life how happens how do you respond to that? I know it's it it's it is hard when like mm. life happens and um throws things in the schedule and I'm trying to be better about like being a little bit more like flexible when things don't turn out like when things shift in the schedule or Things like that. Um, TBD. Yeah. Working on it. What, <laughs> what, amongst, yeah. what amongst your routine, though, like are, are things that like keep you grounded, keep you focused? Yeah. What are things that you do on the daily? I do hot yoga. I like do a lot of meditation and I try to take a lot of like time for myself because I realize that I'm actually a very like introverted person and I get 
my energy from like recharging alone. Like even like even with AJ, like love him, but I also sometimes like need time away and like in my yeah, own yeah, thoughts. Yeah, totally. You hear um, that, AJ? Like, bro, sorry, AJ. Love you. Alone, <laughs> but I do need my like my me time, and that's like the only. Um, I also like I do a full like Korean like skincare routine at night, and I like try not to be bothered during that like it's like an hour of time where I'm just by myself and like those moments where I'm like spending time alone are are really like key for me yeah. and like, now that you mentioned your skin's stress. immaculate it is it's pretty good thank you Shout I out mean Korean it's, there's skincare. a little bit of makeup on top today but I do have uh I follow like a regimen for me my my introvertedness is satisfied just my hour at the gym I go out by myself to be around people but I'm not necessarily hanging out with them. I just enjoy people being around me. And see, I that's why we're friends. Yeah, you know, I need people to come to me. Yeah, he needs that's to go perfect. out to people. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I get the energy from that. Except for the gym part, but whatever. Oh wow. Okay, so we, <laughs> we've got a chance to dive into obviously like uh, a lot of the successes and, and great accomplishments that you've, you definitely have. And again, fanboying over here, but um, let's talk about some of the struggles. Let's talk about some of maybe the harder parts. Um, you know, whether it's very specific in terms of the projects that you've done with like mm -hmm. Disney or on, on the macro, just anything that maybe was a challenge for you, you know, growing up or something that led to whatever it is that you have become. Yeah. I feel like a challenge that I have is a lot of like, again, like I'm talking again about the balance thing and I'm still like figuring it out, but I get stressed out very like a lot. Like you were saying, like, how do you, how do you handle when like things get thrown your way? I'm like, I don't handle it well. Like, honestly, I don't. And because I'm so like routine and it's something that I want to be better about is like being more spontaneous. But like, like you were saying, you balance each other out. Like AJ balances me out. Like he's like the very spontaneous, totally not routine guy. And like, I am the complete opposite. Like I need a plan. I need things to happen. So like, Sometimes it like can clash at sometimes because he's like so opposite from me, but it's helped me become a little bit more like flexible and like spontaneous and not stress so much. Like he always reminds me or like knows, like tells me like to, he doesn't tell me to calm down, but he like knows how to calm me yeah. down mm. in that way. I'm smiling right now because I can only imagine what wedding planning with him must be like. <laughs> oh considering my your personalities. God. Yeah. He's a good, the thing is he's a good like, event planner because he's like planned so many events uh -huh. and like concerts in the past yeah. so he has a lot of like you know he he has that experience but we're definitely on two different like i have the google sheets and he just has it in his head like yeah like Got he it. remembers yeah. things very well and i don't i'm not i'm the opposite complete opposite like mm -hmm. if i don't write it down or if i don't put it somewhere it's going to be gone from the mind because there's like too much going on that i can't like focus on everything mm. but yeah like that's a, a struggle of mine and then I mean, I've also gone through a lot of like, um, like imposter syndrome too. Like I, I mentioned before, like, I feel like I thank you for saying that I come off as like very strong and confident, but I feel like I haven't always like when I was like growing up, I always like it was easy for me to tell myself like, ah, oh, no, like what, what makes you think you can do that? But it, I feel like the shift kind of happened in college where I started gaining more confidence um, because like when I, 
like growing up and in, in high school, I feel like I always compared myself to other people like doing better than me. Um, That's everybody in high school. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And and but like the shift kind of happened, I guess, in college. I don't I don't even know exactly what it was um, that that made the shift. But I it's just it was like a mindset change and like just honestly, like fake it till you make it. But all also like work towards your goals and totally. things will just go into place. You brought up, um, yeah, now now we've talked about imposter syndrome twice. Just for, for the fans and followers listening right now, how, how would you define that? I would, like, in for simply, just for me, it's, like, convincing myself that I'm not worthy or that I'm not, um, that I'm not able to, like, accomplish something or that I don't deserve something where that's, like, not the case at mm. all for, like, anyone. Like, I feel like people, even when they're, like, applying for jobs and stuff, they're always like, oh, I don't have the the... Uh, qualifications and I used to think that way all the time like I don't have the qualifications for that job like I won't even apply for it but at the end of the day like you do you most likely do have those qualifications and like I've had to convince myself like go for it ask for ask for more money because you deserve that ask like don't or like ask sometimes it's like tell and like don't even ask like you should I've had to like convince myself to know like you do deserve this like even like the Forbes thing like you should go for this because you work so hard to help with like the Disney Launchpad stuff. Like you um, should go for it. Mm. So I think it was Pat, Pat Cruz that said, um, you know, sometimes when I feel like I suck or I've fallen off or I just don't really have it, I take a look at the people who I'm surrounded by. Mm. And if I respect them and if I think that they're good or they bring some sort of valuable thing to the table and they choose to allow me to be around them, Well, there's probably a reason why they're letting me be around them because they view me in a similar light that I am also of somebody that carries some either value or merit or just something that they want to be around. So anytime you doubt yourself, take a look at your circle. And if you can look at your circle and like, dude, my circle is sick. Yeah. Then you probably are pretty sick, too. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. No. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely like good advice for people to like look around and realize like you're you're in good hands mm-hmm. like and and you're you maybe what you see is just all like the the negative stuff that things that can bring you down but there's so much that other people see like that bring light to the world yeah. that um that you just don't notice on a daily basis that's why it's also important to pick your circle very carefully and yeah, be around good folks too. yeah absolutely you, you know what i want to kind of get into um this is obviously a broad topic, but uh, you're you're the one, so we gotta we gotta talk about it. Representation again, right? Yeah. Inclusion that that's kind of a a, a big kind of thing right yeah. now. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and and I don't know where to go with it, but I just kind of want to talk about it and speak on it. Like, whether yeah. it be whether it be again your position mm-hmm. uh, at work, you know what I mean, and what that means, or or whether it's just uh, like the state of the world, like. I feel like a lot of people need need to start talking about representation and inclusion or a lot of people already are, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's such a, a broad, like, what do we do with it kind of thing? You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm going to speak vulnerably for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like for example, even with us, we're like a very predominantly Asian, predominantly male crew. Mm-hmm. We got some ladies, we got some non-Asians, you know what I mean? But we are predominantly that. So even for us, you know, during this time, we've done a lot of internal digging uh, done a lot of asking just questions and trying to figure out, you know, like our place, because I, I think there was a moment where we kind of like s- 
uh, sort of organically picked up the flag for Asian representation, yeah. even in our own dance culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then now I feel like we're in a little bit more of like this social tornado of, of like what that actually means to, I don't know, be a a person that represents that well or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Talk talk to us. Like, let me know yeah. what you think and your thoughts and stuff. Oh, yeah. I have, I have a lot of thoughts. And you are definitely like you've not only like picked up the flag, but you've like been you've been that like representation, like for even for me when I was like younger and being able to see you guys like on TV, like you don't know like how huge like that is like because, you know, I was when I was growing up, like I did not feel represented when I was watching TV, like even in music, movies and that like when you don't feel represented, you don't feel like there's a place for you or you don't feel like there's opportunities for you. And that's why I feel like representation and inclusion, diversity and equity is like so important and so important to me because like, especially we're seeing now, like there's more diverse stories coming out. Like, like Turning Red was such a good like Disney film that like was really great representation for, for Asian and Asian girls. Um, and just all like, young you know adults young teens um but we didn't have that like growing growing up and um I feel like it it's always been important but it's finally being talked about and there's finally like actions behind those words and the reason why it's so important for me is because there's so many people out there that just want to feel seen and heard um and to know that they have a place in this world and like why I love working at Disney so much is because the impact of the weight that Disney stories have and like the storytelling that we have on like younger generations and old generations, but especially like the younger generations that are going to, you know, take these forms of content and stories into their like adulthood. Like they're going to be able to feel themselves represented on screen. So they think like I can, you know, I'm, I'm important. I, can do all these things. I can be a superhero. I can be a princess. I can be a doctor, lawyer, whatever it is. Um, and I feel like the weight of that is so like high. Like it's it, there. There's a huge impact in like seeing yourself represented. Yeah, yeah. You, you are so the right person to work at yeah. Disney for that. Yeah. Speaking of princesses, when you, when you were saying as a princess. Um, on the Fox show, I can see your voice. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about like how that even came about? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was one of the like most nerve wracking things I've ever done in my life. Cause I've never sang live on TV before, but they actually reached out to me from TikTok. So like AJ and I during quarantine, we were bored like one day and I was like working from home and he started recording me like singing while he was playing piano. I remember the video. Yeah. <laughs> Turns the camera yeah, over yeah. his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And I had no idea that he was like, we, we do this all the time. Like just like I'm working or do whatever. We're just singing around the house. And one day he just like picked up the camera and started recording it yeah. and he posted it and it went viral on TikTok overnight. And with over like 10, I think it has like 10 million views or something. Um, But from that TikTok, like the producers of this show called I Can See Your Voice um, reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in, you know, joining their show. And they all I knew that it was like, I I actually watched the first season. So I was a fan and I knew like Ken Jeong was a part of it. So I was like, yeah, I'd be down. Um, And it was like 
early 2021. So when it aired, like now that it's been like a, a month of it airing, it feels like such a long time ago. But um, it was one of like the create like the most nerve wracking things because I was like singing as a princess and like my younger self would have been like screaming <laughs> yeah. and like dying at the opportunity to right. like sing on TV. Cause I've, I've auditioned for like American Idol and like the voice before, but never even made it to even get a call back. So the fact that I was like reached out to and like kind of presented with this opportunity was like crazy to me. I was like, this is like what I've dreamed about since I was like a little wow. girl. <laughs> and now you're making that dream as a representative for, you know, uh, Asian females out there, little girls that are also hoping for these opportunities. Yeah, I That's hope pretty so. full circle right there. I hope so. Cause I, I, like I said, like, I didn't feel like I had that when I was younger, like, especially like a Filipino, like princess. And even though it was just on one like show, I hope that people felt like, you know, it's attainable for them. You know what I, I kind of see, which is in my head, it just looks really cool. Like you have this little girl dream of being a Disney princess and singing on TV. And then you you accomplished it singing a, a Disney song. And then you're also like a boss at Disney. So you're like you're like this embodiment of like the modern day Disney princess who's like running things and also amplifying voices to give visibility to essentially people who have I love that we got a modern day disney princess yeah in dude here. like That's this what is what is. i see in my head right now like this is crazy and it, it is thank you for saying that like i it's definitely like what i never like even thought i could accomplish when i was younger but it was always like a dream to yeah. like be doing what i'm doing right now and sometimes i don't think about it in that way unless like you know we're talking about it right now but i don't think about you know, my younger self would be like so proud of like what I'm what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had mentioned that. Um, what was it? What was the exact what you were saying? I don't remember the exact way, but you were talking <laughs> about how like, you know, just like how when you were in marketing, it's not like you go to school for marketing. You're going to stay in marketing all your life. Mm -hmm. And then even now that you've kind of taken a, a slight step back with the next uh, project with the launch pad and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know, obviously your mind must be, you know, tinkling in other places uh, what's like a next step? What's a next goal for you? You know, whether it be career rise or just direction overall? Yeah, it's a good question. I feel like the next step, I would love to, you know, even push it further, like on the on the creative side. Um, like I want to be creating my own stuff too. Like I would love to be like writing more, um, writing songs, writing more musicals. I mean, like my ultimate dream in life and goal, it would be to be like, the Filipino Disney princess, like the voice of the next Filipino princess. That's like, that's on the vision board too. You hear that, Disney? <laughs> you hear that? I feel like that's going to happen. That's on the vision <laughs> board. That's going to happen now. Again, another crazy dream, but it's on the vision board. And I'm like working towards those goals now and like trying to like hone in on my like singing abilities, acting and like all that stuff. Like that would be like the ideal next place for me. With all the things, you know, there's so much, so much to uh, acknowledge about you. And, you know, I think you've succeeded in a lot of ways in life. Um, but personally for yourself, I'd love to hear how you personally define success. Ooh, I think for me, success is being happy and satisfied with what you're putting out in the world. I feel like I've achieved success when... I'm doing what I am truly passionate about and it's helping people 
And it, you know, I'm, I'm working towards that. I feel like it's such a big question. I feel like, like how to define success. But for me, it's like being happy and satisfied. Um, just like doing what I love. Like that's to me is success. Mm-hmm. And like working towards like even like working towards bigger goals. Damn, you're hella successful then. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope so. And so are you guys. Like I feel like like s- success doesn't have to be like this like huge, big grandeur thing. Like it can be totally. little things mm-hmm. that are adding to like the bigger goals. Like I, I feel like if you're constantly striving for success, you're never going to achieve it. Mm. You just have to give yourself like grace in the areas that you've already achieved success. Mm. Like I feel like I I have achieved success in certain ways, but there's still like areas that I want, you know, I want to hit. But yeah. Love it. Right. Well, in our uh, movement in the shadows, we like to end our episodes with a fun little lightning round of questions. So we're going to just shoot them at you. Here we go. Three, two, one. (laughs) Sweet or savory? Sweet. Team sweet. sweet. (laughs) I'm very passionate about team sweet. Wait, what what about you? I'm a savory. (laughs) She just closed herself (laughs) off. Yeah, you saw my body language. Okay, I'm sweet and savory. You can't Are you really? Dude, no, th- you know I love. Are you really? All, like whether it be like chicken and waffle, sweet and sour sauce, like uh, oh, I see. What you know you're what saying. I mean? Like uh, I, like the, I literally you mean the meals both. that satisfy both in the same yeah, meal. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, literally yeah, peanut yeah. butter jelly sandwiches. Oh, like yeah. those, those are is literally that, but my is favorite that things. Sweet or savory to you? Like what does it lean more towards? I think it's the combo that is like what I really like. You're you're, you're just, a Gemini. Yeah, you're you're definitely a Gemini. You're putting me in a box right now. All right. Uh, okay, okay. It's a polarizing polarizing question. What is your favorite 90s or early 2000s boy band? In sync. Nice. What's your favorite so Disney good. movie? Mulan. I know. I'm so, I'm like biased. Then I don't even need to ask this question. <laughs> favorite Disney good. princess? Mulan. I do okay. love Jasmine too, though. Yes, that's she, my favorite. Oh, is it? Is she Jasmine really? Jasmine is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. All right, how about that's least favorite Disney movie? Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble for that. No, I'm just kidding. Least favorite Disney movie? Cars. I was Ooh, never into Cars. Yeah, I wasn't wow. a big Cars fan. I love like the Cars land at Disney, yeah, yeah. Disney California okay. Adventure. But, but they had so many spinoffs of that. I think they, it was the they toys. They still are. They sold a, a bunch of toys. So yeah. Disney's like, we got to keep Cars are cool. Yeah. I mean, they are cool. I was just never into the movie. Who's your favorite Disney prince? Ooh. Do I have one? I don't even... I guess Aladdin. Same. Yeah. Nice. Aladdin's yeah. like, he's cool. He had like the open shirt too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he was like the like yeah. the sexy prince. Oh, <laughs> he was a little bear chest. Yeah, Riff Riff Exactly. Wow. I like that. I, I like that. that. That's honest. I love <laughs> it. That's why he's my favorite too. Oh. He's the yeah. buff sexy prince. Uh favorite fast food restaurant. In and out. I, burgers. I just like the in and yeah. I do love them too, but not the fries. You don't I, like the In and Out fries? No. Interesting. I love. But I love the In and Out. Too put potatoey for you? No, they're just too soft. That's why you got to get them light well. Light well? You never had that? Light no. Well. Yeah. So I they could, got they got well done. They got light well. They got regular. They got light, and then they got straight potato, like not even cooked. 
I never heard of Lightwell. I'm you gotta gonna, go Lightwell. It's like the best. Okay. I'm gonna try Lightwell. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. This is supposed to be lightning. No, I love, but I don't know <laughs> the explanation. Lightning, Lightwell, same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, how about this? An underrepresented uh, culture, ethnic group, or race, or whatever that you feel like Disney needs to put on? Ooh. Filipinos and South Asians. I feel yeah. like both within the Asian community need more representation in general, but definitely Disney. Like, Disney needs to. To do better. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) What is your hidden talent? Ooh. Hidden talent? I can put both my legs over my head. So I'm like weirdly flexible. Okay. Now you got to do it. I can't. Oh my God. I can't do it here. Or just sing some more. No, just Oh my God. That's the only hidden talent I can think of. That's a good one. I don't really have it. Pet peeves. Um, Loud chewing. Same. Not attractive. It's not hot. <laughs> not like Aladdin. Yeah, no, Aladdin. And he don't. Th- I don't think he's a. No, he's not a loud chewer. He's definitely not. He has class. <laughs> uh, what is your guilty pleasure? Watching reality TV. Ooh, Which what, show? Yeah, what's the uh, one? The Bachelor is like the trash TV that I love to watch. But <laughs> okay. I also love like Love Is Blind. Love Is um, Blind is good. Yeah, that, those yeah. were like the two big ones that I'm like super into. Okay. Something about AJ that nobody knows. Ooh, um, nobody knows. She's like, he's a loud chewer. Oh my God. <laughs> he pops his pimples. Mm. Yeah. Popping, I watch so pop, uh, pimple popping videos. Do you like those? It's, I, it's hard to say I like, but it's one of those things where, you know, when something's like, you can't turn away. Yeah. It's like, it's like that for train me. wreck. Yeah. Just got to keep watching. Yeah. It's yeah, just, and then, and then, like, you know, YouTube does that algorithm where you start yeah. just clicking the next no, one and the next no, one. Y'all watch those it. things like crazy. I can't do it. I don't like, see, I, I'm about the skincare. Like, yeah. I, you need to not, yep. don't touch it. Oh. Okay. Do you pop his pimples? No. I tell him not to do it. He does, he does it all the time. I feel bad. I gave him a bad one. I'm trying to think of a positive thing that people don't know. No, no, that's good. We're done with He's AJ. Very it's not nice his and passionate and kind. Shout out AJ Uh, What is Your least favorite quality about yourself Oh, uh, That I stress out Over little things Like I sweat the small stuff Mm -hmm. And you're not You're not supposed Mm -hmm. to do that What's your superpower That I Am a super manifester Super manifester Mm -hmm. I just made that up Last time you cried Yesterday (gasps) Why I cry a lot. Uh, I from stress. From stress. Yeah, yes. literally like wedding stress. Oh, I dang. know, I know. Wedding planning is fun, but it's stressful. What de-stresses you? Hot yoga, meditation, self care, getting massage. Ooh, I love massages. And an hour long Korean skincare program. Yes. At night. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of self care stuff. Yeah. If you could see something less of in the world and also more of in the world, what would those two things be? Wait, less of and so more of separately? I would love to see less of this, and I would also want to see more of this. <sighs> less judgment and more uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, you know what? Every single time we get, we ask somebody that question, it's like roughly the same thing, and it yeah. just revalidates and inspires me every time. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know the answers come in, and I still need to hear it every I know. single time. I mean, it's... I. Everyone's feeling the same thing. Like yeah. we know it needs to happen. Um, so we we'd love to entertain the concept of um, mastering something, whether that's um, a philosophy for yourself, whether it's an actual physical skill, 
And most people don't feel like they're masters of anything because I mm. think, you know, most people that we talk to tend to be pretty humble. But I think um, everybody has an ability to master something. And uh, Bruce Lee has this famous quote. He says, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So the concept of just focusing on one thing and really just putting in the effort, putting in the hours mm. to learn even just one thing. What is something that you feel that you've mastered in life? I've mastered knowing how to get myself what I need. Like um, like when it comes to like setting myself goals or um, like knowing like the my like boundaries, like speaking for myself, like using my voice um, and setting that. Mm. I think that's something I've mastered. That's it's great. like not it's not really like the typical answer I feel but that's why I love it. We could <laughs> yeah. we could all use a little bit more mastery in that. Yeah. I yeah. think as an adult that gets actually kind of tough sometimes. You know what I mean? Both setting boundaries mm -hmm. and like knowing how to speak on it from a place that like yeah. you're okay with. Mm -hmm. That's like a really powerful tool. Yeah. And also I, one other thing I'll add is like using my voice. Um whether that's like using my voice for to speak, you know, not necessarily like on behalf of other people but like where there's not someone in the room that's being represented, like speaking mm. um, on behalf of other people and then like passing the mic as well. Um, I think that that is something that we need to do more of, mm. like using our voice and then like knowing when to like pass that on. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. We are incredibly inspired by you. Like, again, you know, everything that you do, everything that you represent and who you represent as well, you know, like to, to really just put in a perspective again for you to be doing literally the types of projects like Launchpad that you're doing at a company like Disney that has so much impact and influence over everyone. Like that is, uh, Ben said it best, your modern day Disney princess. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that kind of impact and influence is so important, especially in today's age. So like what you're doing, you are a superhero. And we just want to thank you for penciling us into your schedule oh my God, stop. and making sure that we could fit at some point. Oh my goodness. We appreciate it. Thank because you, you being here is, is really inspiring and powerful for us too. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank and you thank you so for much. providing um like an opportunity to like talk talk about it. And of course. um yeah, I really respect and appreciate you both. Thank you so much. Thank where you. where can people follow your journey? What what you're working on? You got a podcast, plug, yeah. plug all oh, the yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. So you can find me personally, uh, Instagram and TikTok mostly, um, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-U-G-H. Um, but we all I also, me and my fiance AJ, we do a podcast, Sweet or Savory Pod. Um, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, and we also have, I will plug a um, Filipino streetwear brand called Cuyate. Hey, let's go. That me and AJ um, kind of like started and are running that business too. So those are like the three main things. Amazing. Yeah, yeah we'll plug that stuff. I'm guessing AJ it. Savory. Yeah, unfortunately. That's, <laughs> but that's what started the whole podcast is like we didn't realize that we were so different on a lot of things. Like I'm, we knew but like things like that that we never really talked about. It, you know, I've listened to a few of the segments. Um, there, there's some hot takes. Hot I, takes. I, the, the, the one <laughs> when you're taking a shower, are you facing the shower head? Are you facing away? And the reasoning behind that, I'm like, wow, that's very kind of telling about someone's the way that someone thinks. Even it well, what is. Do you, do? you face the shower. You face I, away. I, I face. I face the shower. 
You do. Yeah, I face I the too. water. See, you do the Will Smith thing, right? Where you just stand there all buff and sexy. <laughs> it's not, oh my it's not, god, it's not as sexy. It's just like it's a spa yeah, experience. Yeah, I like I like, like the just getting rained on versus like I don't know. It just just feels more. I'm into the shallow. Yeah. Oh my god. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So are you a face? I'm not even gonna share my answer. You're gonna. It's polarizing as well. I'm, I do both. No. I spin around. Oh my god! <laughs> I get the whole phone on 16. everything. What's wrong with that? Spin around. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What are you face? face I, or I face away? the shower because it's a spa-like experience. Yeah, okay, I like good. to feel the water like running down. See, for more content like this, go to the sweet or savory, savory pod. pod. Where you can we have Instagram. Get all these too. hot takes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, close it out, buddy. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. If you guys found this one for the first time and this is a brand new podcast to you, we have a lot more episodes before this one. So go back, listen to our old episodes. We have amazing people with amazing stories. Um, if you dig what we do here, hop onto your podcast platforms, hop on uh, iTunes, leave us a five-star rating, write us a review. Uh, write whatever you want. Just say hi, or, or or let us know what we're what we're doing well. Who you want us to bring on in the future episodes? Yada yada yada. Uh, follow us on socials. Kinja's podcast, cast with the K, IG, Twitter, Facebook, all the things. Uh, these. Well, if you're watching, you already know we're on YouTube. If you're listening, these episodes will be available on our YouTube channel, uh, the Kinjas, YouTube.com/slash the Kinjas. And that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And spending time, and, and we'll see you guys next time. Kinja Bang. Kinja Bang. Oh, I love the Kinja Bang noodles, by the way. Oh. Yes. I think like you guys sent some to AJ. They're bomb. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll send some to you and specifically oh. say yeah, don't feed AJ. AJ can't have any. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. Bye. We out.